एनर्जी सिक्योरिटी न्यूक्लियर पावर एनर्जी इज द इंजन ऑफ फॉर इकोनॉमिक ग्रोथ एंड वेर द एंड वेन द कंट्री मूव हेड ऑन द पाथ ऑफ द डेवलपमेंट इट इज नेसेसरी यूटिलाइज एवरी एनर्जी रिसोर्स अवेलेबल इन द कंट्री एनर्जी इज वाइटल फॉर ह्यूमन डेवलपमेंट एंड इट्स डिमांड इज राइजिंग पैडल फॉर द ह्यूमन पॉपुलेशन अर्बनाइजेशन एंड मॉडर्नाइजेशन करेंटली द वर्ल्ड इज स्टिल डिपेंडेंट ऑन फॉसल फ्यूल्स टू सप्लाई अूज अमाउंट ऑफ कंज्यूम्ड एनर्जी अक्रॉस द वर्ल्ड इकोनॉमीज आर डिपेंडेंट ऑन एनर्जी विच इज वाई एनर्जी सिक्योरिटी इज सच एन इंपॉर्टेंट इशू एनर्जी सिक्योरिटी मीन्स कंसिस्टेंट अवेलेबिलिटी ऑफ सफिशियंट energy in various forms at affordable prices these conditions must prevail over a longer period of time if energy is to contribute to sustainable development india is one of the world's largest energy consumers and currently relies on importing fuels to a significant extent the major fuel in india energy's mix is coal 55% a major portion of which is produced domestically nuclear energy makes up about 3% and, and renewable energy sources about 20% there is a huge gap between energy and demand and energy supply in india due to its rapidly growing economy nevertheless india plans to maintain economic growth of 8% annually which implies that electric which implies that electricity demand will grow proportionately therefore more and more reliable power supplies are required since nearly one third of india's population is still not connected to any of the country's five electricity grids energy shortages in india will continue during the upcoming years even then india as an emerging country will have to find a middle ground between economic development and and environmental sustainability which requires it to change its energy mix instead of these currently dominating coal clean and sustainable sources of energy should play a major role nuclear energy is considered by many as being the only source of energy suitable to support continuous industrialization and urbanization it currently provides only 3% of india's total electricity but it likely to gain importance and can reduce india's dependence on the fossil fuels nuclear power in india india embarked on its commercial nuclear power production in 1969 with the commissioning of two boiling water reactors bwr of 210 mwe capacities each its its nuclear power program was conceived to be a closed fuel cycle to be achieved in three sequential stages these three stages feed into each other in such a way that the spent fuel generated from one stage of the cycle is reprocessed and used in the next stage of the cycle to produce power this kind of closed fuel cycle was designed to breed fuel and to minimize the generation of nuclear waste the three stage nuclear power production program in india had been con received with ultimate objective of utilizing the country's vast reserves of thorium 232 it is important to note that india has the world's third largest reserves of thorium thorium however cannot be used as a fuel in its natural state it needs to be converted into its usable feasible form after a series of reactions to aid this and to eventually produce nuclear power from its thorium reserves dr homi j bha bha who is regarded as the father of the indian nuclear program power program envisioned the road map of the three stage nuclear program in the first stage pressurized heavy water reactors will be used to produce energy from natural uranium phwrs do not just produce energy they also produce feasible plutonium the second stage involves using the indigenous fast breeder reactor technology fueled by pu239 to produce energy and more of pu239 by the end of the second stage of the cycle the reactor would have produced more feasible material than it would be consumed thus earning the name breeder the final stage of the cycle would involve the use of pu239 recovered from the second stage in combination with thorium 232 to produce energy with and u233 another feasible material using thermal breeders 
of U233 from the thorium-232 would complete the cycle. U233 would then be used as a fuel for the remaining part of the fuel cycle. India is planning to significantly increase the present share of electricity derived from nuclear power from the present level of 3% in the next two, three decades. Significant investment will also be required to secure fuel for the existing nuclear reactors, almost all of which are based on the pressurized heavy water reactors, PHWR technology. Over the last two decades, India has gained expertise in the fast reactors and the thorium fuel cycle and strives to become a world leader in nuclear power technology. Nuclear reactors in India. Nuclear Power Corporation of India Limited, NPCIL, is the public sector enterprise under the Department of Atomic Energy, DAE, entrusted with the task of nuclear power generation in the country. Currently, there are 22 operational nuclear reactors in India with a total installed capacity of 6780 MWE, while the country's first two reactors at Tarapur, Maharashtra, belong to the imported BWR technology. India embarked on building PHWR plants with the setting up of the first two 220 MWE capacity reactors at Rajasthan Atomic Power Station at Rawat Bhatta in collaboration with Canada. The next two PHWRs of 220 of 220 megawatts E capacity each at Madras Atomic Power Station MAPS at Kalapakkam, Tamil Nadu marked the first completely indigenous nuclear power plant by the Department of atomic energy and these reactors were commissioned during the 1983 to 1985 it is a significant milestone in the history of the indian nuclear program and was a proud moment for indian scientists and engineers dae and npcil further made substantial changes in the reactor designs and standardized 220 megawatt e pswr units were built subsequently at at narora in up karar par in gujarat kaiga in karnataka and Rawat Bhatta in Rajasthan. By the 1990s, Indian, Indian nuclear scientists and engineers were ready to scale up from 220 MWE. According to, accordingly, two reactors of 540 MWE were commissioned at Tarapur in 2005 and 2006. In parallel, India pursued collaboration with Russia and built two 1000 megawatt capacity pressurized water reactors of Russian design and Kundankulam in Tamil Nadu and became operational in 2014. There are presently 22 reactors with a total capacity of 6780 megawatt in operation. Based on the successful operation of the 220 megawatt EPHWRs and PCIL decided to avail advantage from the economies of scale and volume by upgrading to 700 megawatt E capacity reactors and, and standardizing this design for fleet construction. Kakrapar Unit 3, the first reactor in the 700 megawatt PSWR series, has been commissioned in July 2020 and is currently undergoing tests before it enters commercial operation. In addition, 10 nuclear power reactors with a total of 8000 megawatt capacity are under construction. This includes a 500 megawatt prototype fast breeder reactor PFBR of the second stage of the nuclear power program, and the plant is being constructed by Bharatiya. Nabhekya Vidyut Nigam Limited, Bhavani. Additionally, the government has recorded administrative approval and financial sanction of 10 indigenous PSWRs of 700 megawatt capacity each to be set up in fleet mode. On progressive completion of the project under construction and accorded sanction, India's nuclear power capacity is, is expected to reach to 22,480 megawatt by the year 231. More nuclear 
power plants are also planned for the future. Relevance of nuclear power questions are often raised about why India should continue to invest in nuclear power when even after 50 years of its entry it contributes only 2-3% to to national electricity generation should the focus not be on the modern renewable sources like solar and wind energy which in the past 5 years have taken the share of renewables to more than 20%. What is the rationale for retaining nuclear power in India's energy mix. A major consideration is about availability of sources. Currently, India draws nearly 63% of its total energy generation from thermal sources. Of this, nearly 55% is met from coal and the rest from gas. With a minuscule amount from oil-fired plants, the worrisome part of the configuration is that India imports a significant part of its fossil fuels for a large and rapidly developing country. Bulk fuel imports raise economic and strategic vulnerabilities. Another important factor is electricity generation's low carbon footprint. The scale, the large scale use of coal has severe consequences for global warming and climate change, which are critical issues besides air pollution that the planet faces today. India's Per capita carbon emission stands at 1 to 1.2 tons compared to 20 tons per capita of the US. If a growing Indian economy continues to rely on coal, carbon emissions are bound to rise. This will impact national expenditure on domestic environmental and health measures and also India's global obligations. Nuclear energy in this context offers a meaningful alternative. Renewable energy is environmental friendly and a natural choice for India. However, its limitations should also be understood. Firstly, solar and wind energy generation is land intensive. Secondly, while nuclear plants have become completely indigenous, solar plants carry a dependence on imported technology and materials such as photovoltaic cells, battery and shortage equipment. Another solar and wind power generation related handicap is in energy storage which makes them unsuitable as a base load source of electricity despite these challenges. Challenges renewables still merit a place in India's energy basket. Conclusion India is a developing nation and its economy is dominated by the manufacturing and service sectors which are energy intensive. That India's power generation capacity has increased a hundredfold since independence and it is today the third largest producer of electricity in the world and applaudable developments yet at 1181 kilowatt hour in 2018 to 2019 the per capita the per capita electricity consumption is low this compares poorly with canada's 17179 kilowatt hour 13338 kilowatt hour in the us and about 3000 kilowatt hour even in china india needs to scale up electricity production to assure a reasonable quality of life for citizens such requirements make the choice for India, not between nuclear and renewable, but to include all available sources given the country's demographic growth, the aspirations of a young population, lack of indigenous fuel resources and mounting climate change, we need a long-term vision and commitment to safeguard electricity for the upcoming generation that must be provided with all the resources.